Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. You know, I've been thinking, Mike, about how unique voice acting is in, in so many different ways. Um, you, you work alone, you know, and a lot of mm-hmm. people don't have a job like that. You have people around you all the time. But in, in voice acting, you're, you're in the booth usually alone, even when you're part of an ensemble. Okay, you, you watch how they put these movies together with all the different voices, and, um, and you know, the studio is one person at a time, and you're not really interacting at that very moment, usually, with, uh, with other actors. Right. You're not promoting a product uh, of your business. You're promoting your talent, you know, yourself, which is very mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. And you get paid pretty well for having fun. I find that to be <laughs> kind of unique, too, when you think about jobs in the, for the most part. Right. I thought what we talk about today would be how there is a camaraderie between voice actors. Oh, absolutely, Warren. I think one of the great attractions to the voice acting field, besides the fact that it's so much fun, is that you really can develop great relationships with fellow voice actors. You know, unlike a lot of other entertainment and performance arts, you're not really competing with your fellow voice actors. You know, of course, there's always a level of, you know, who's going to get what job. But the thing about voice acting is that so much of it is is really out of your control. Hmm. You know, when we cast a job, you you listen to demos, you listen to demos, you listen to demos, and when you find the right voice, that's what it is. That's the voice. You know that's the one that you want. And so, so much of that really has nothing to do with you. I mean, your voice sounds like what it sounds like, and if it's the right fit, it is, and if it's not the right fit, then it's not. There you go. So the competition doesn't really come from fellow voice actors, and that lends itself to really being able to develop some great relationships with other voice actors, because like you said, Warren, they know what you're going through. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Now, what got us talking about this is that I had a student this week who is a retired neurosurgeon. Okay, Uh, retired young, obviously, and he's now looking to pursue his longtime interest in voice acting. And there's a great niche open to him, so I immediately start talking to him about that. Well, gosh, you're a doctor. You can you can read these medical terms and say them out loud, and they actually sound like medical terms, which which is not how it sounds when I read them out loud. Right. So immediately, of course, he looks at me and and says, "So so you know, how do I work that?" So I told him about a friend of mine who gets any of the medical scripts that come across my desk. All right, when when I'm asked to do something that might have medical terms in it, I'm not proficient at that. So. So I do ask a friend of mine who I know can do that, um, you know, to see if she's interested in, in taking this gig. And, you know, the nice part about that is we're friends and she sends work my way occasionally as well. Well, now you have someone else that you can refer medical scripts to. And, you know, he was very serious about it. He said, that's not too forward, is it? I said, no, no, that, it's good that you just said that out loud to me so that indeed you will stick in my head and, and perhaps I will be able to send something your way sometime. So he follows up with an email this morning and, you know, smart guy and just says, please keep me in mind if I can help you. And he was nice enough to say, if you need some help with pronunciations, I'm also here for you. So again, he has now befriended a fellow voice actor. That's a smart thing to do because you mentioned, of course, that the friend that you send your medical scripts to is a woman and he obviously is a man. So, you know, maybe you have a situation where somebody wants you to do a script for a medical piece and you you offer her services, but they want a male voice. Well, now you have somebody that's, you know, a male voice that you can sort of refer to. And that's also a great way 
way to, you know, sort of get a camaraderie of somebody who can really help you out is, you know, befriend voice actors of the opposite sex mm. as well. You know, don't don't be clickish about it. You know, if you're a man, you know, make friends with a, with a female voice talent. If you're a woman, make friends with a male voice talent because then you guys know you're definitely not competition. You know, even though I don't think most people are competition for each other anyway because of the unique qualities of each person's voice, the fact is that men and women are almost never considered for the same parts. Sometimes when people cast, they say male or female voice. That does happen, but a lot of times the the producers have a male or female in mind. So if you have a good buddy, you know, and you're a guy and she's a girl, and and a script comes along, you know, for a female voice, well, then you're obviously going to hand it right off to her, and vice versa. So that's a great way also to sort of you know develop some great relationships with people that can send things your way. So how do you go about meeting a fellow voice actor? Since we kind of work on our own, well, a great place to start is local or regional voice acting groups, and there are some out there. You, in fact, I've been on uh, a meetup. And uh, I've spotted uh, a lot of voice acting groups uh, around the country that way. Um, there are um, independent film groups that get together and meet. I've met a few other voice actors uh, in the, our area at that type of uh, gathering. Again, many ways to do that. You may even run into them at the local ad club meeting or a chamber mixer. But bottom line is, you know, get to know these folks and, and make friends with them and, and become a colleague, if you will, in good standing by keeping them in mind for work that you might not be able to do. And of course, you hope they'll reciprocate. And, you know, keep in mind, too, we've talked about the sort of marketing aspect of this, but that's not necessarily even the most important part of, of befriending other voice actors. You know, we've we've talked in the past about joining groups like the Ad Club or the, the Chamber, where there, there's not as many other voice talents so that you stand out more. When you join like a networking group, like a meetup for voice actors, obviously everyone in there is a voice actor, so it's not going to necessarily lend itself to finding jobs, because everyone there is looking for jobs. Right. But what it does is it really allows you to kind of develop that support network. You know, when when you have people that you can talk to about, you know, a gig that you did that was, you know, maybe not such a great experience or, you know, a gig that you did that was a great experience or, oh, I haven't had any work in a while or uh, what are you doing to, to market yourself this week? When you have that support network of people who know what you're going through, that's really, really helpful from sort of like a, a, a psychological point of view, if you will. You know, obviously you can, you can, vent your frustrations or share your, your good experiences with your, your your spouse or your family members or your friends. But when you've got other people who are going through the exact same thing as you and they're mm. in the trenches with you, it's a, it's a different level of understanding. And I think you'll find that it can be a lot of fun to kind of, you know, just share war stories, so to speak, sure. with, with other voice actors, as well as get inspired by them. And in building that relationship, don't forget the uh, what you would do with a normal, a regular friend, if you will. You know, congratulatory note, a, a thank you note for sending something your way, even just a quick email will you know sometimes suffice so that you you know you keep in each other's uh, ear if you will and, and know that you're available this, this all serves to cement uh, and and the relationship obviously and, and make you more memorable which reminds me Warren you know I want to thank you for that voiceover job that you sent me wait a minute no, you've never sent me any voiceover jobs I don't think I have no why you but you know the fun part about this is Mike and I have competed for several jobs along the way here in the last few years and and yet we're still friends he, yeah. you know he, he can't see the faces I make when he's not looking at me. <laughs> well, you can get a true introduction to the business of voiceover by attending one of our voice coaches adult education evenings called Getting Paid to Talk. Our class is offered at universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the U.S. and Canada, and we could be in your neck of the woods this summer. That's right. The week of July 9th, look for us in Las Vegas, New Mexico, Pueblo, Colorado, Phoenix, Arizona, Salem, Massachusetts, and Northport and Brooklyn, New York. And the following week, July 16th, we're on 
Long Island again in a couple of different locations there. Also in Syracuse and Troy, New York, Rockville and Baltimore, Maryland, Springfield, Missouri, Wilson, North Carolina, and Pendleton and Columbia, South Carolina. For exact dates and times, just call our toll-free number 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com where we love to get your comments, your questions, and your topic suggestions for future episodes. And speaking of future episodes, Mm. we have quite an exciting one coming up next week. We are going to be speaking with Bernie Capel, a a longtime Hollywood actor you probably know best as Doc on The Love Boat, Mm -hmm. a show I grew up watching. Uh, And we're going to be talking actually about his voiceover experiences back in the 60s playing the evil villain on Lancelot Link, Detective Chimp. Do you remember that (laughs) show, Warren? Barely. Yeah. Barely. Yeah, it's a little before my time. But he was... He was a really great guy to talk to, and I'm really excited about sharing that interview with everybody. Should be fun. So join us again next week. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Am I getting echo, or is it just me? I don't don't hear any on my end. Not hearing any on your end either? Okay. All right. Maybe it's just... In your head? Just the echoes in your head? (laughs) Right, because it's so empty between the ears. Uh, yes, exactly. Extrapolate, expand, expound, and what other other X words you come up with? <laughs> Existentialism. <laughs> if whatever you Voice say. Voice acting is like floating in the wind. <laughs> Hello, and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling, and I'm Mike Spring. You know, we've uh, been talking about. No, we haven't. <laughs> Good start. You like that? Good start. Really, not something. I'm. I'm blah 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 blah. I'm rambling here. Well, of course, his eyes light up, and he goes, well, now you have somebody else that you can, you know, tell. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get a true introduction to the business of voice acting by attending one of our... <laughs> well, you can get a true indication. No, it's introduction, if you read it correctly. <laughs> now, for exact dates, you just call our full, our full tree from the number. <laughs> so for... You know, it's good to know that this week the bloopers will all be on you, because last week they're all from me. So this week it's definitely going to skew towards you. I like that. Yeah, amazing.